Hello, citizen detectives, and welcome to House of Quigley, a Yellow Jackets podcast with a title that pays homage to the woman who always buys two of things because that way she has enough to share. My name is Frances, <laughs> and I am joined by the ultimate citizen detective, the one, the only, Alyssa. Alyssa, how are you doing today? What's going on? How are you feeling? What's going on? Wow. I like the energy that you brought to this so far in the last five seconds. I'm going to try and match it. Um, yes, I I am going well, thank you. I am well on this uh, quite cold day. It's coming into winter here in Australia. And although our winters... Oh, fucking freezing. Our winters don't get as cold as... I presume what the teenage yellow jackets are going through right now mm-hmm. in wherever the hell they are, somewhere in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels pretty cold. I'm just saying, I have to wear an extra jumper today. I'm wearing two jumpers, okay? Yes. So um, I'm just feeling like, yeah, uh, but I'm going on holiday. So that's what I am preparing for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for that. Anyway, how are you doing? Well, I am what excited is new for you with too. you? Yes, well, I am also rugged up uh, in this yeah. uh, cold, blizzard, Arctic-type weather. No, not really. Actually, I went for a walk today. It's like 18 degrees. I, I went for a walk today. I'm not joking. And I went, I literally, it was like, I think it was 2 o'clock I stepped outside to go for a quick walk. And, like, mm-hmm. I got hit with this wet, like, wind in my face. And I literally said out loud, oh, my God, the fucking Arctic chill. <laughs> I'm like, this is not Arctic chill. But it felt like Arctic chill. It was so piercing on my face. But it was like piercing on my face. It felt like like nails on my face. I don't know what happened. It was only like 17 degrees, but still, I was like, this is insanity. And 17 Celsius. Celsius. I I did some washing today that I was hoping to pack tonight. (laughs) And like usually when you're when you live in Australia and it's summer you can put out your washing outside and it will be dry literally 30 minutes later mm-hmm. when it's a hot day today it's like it, it's like 12 hours later and everything's still sopping wet <laughs> so anyway first world problems oh. sucks to be me yes um but yes anyway uh so um I am mindful for our uh, three pod listeners that when we recorded our last pod, we did say that we were going to uh, do it weekly, (laughs) which we haven't done, unfortunately, because of life circumstances and such. Mm -hmm. Um, Frances had a very uh, yapping dog. And every time she messaged me, she sent me voice messages. There was just this dog like yapping in the background. Sorry to remind you of your trauma, but we thought we can't yes. do the pod in those circumstances. No, so and then I got off. and then I got sick, and it's just been and I moved house. Oh, it's did, all just yeah. happened at, like in two weeks, and you are it, going yeah. away. It's just everything's was mad, but we're here, not trying to make excuses. Let's get to it because that is what our three listeners are here for, which is exactly exactly yellow jackets and what has happened in episode four and five. Alyssa, how did you yeah. feel about episode four and five? Um, what were your vibes? Yeah. What were your feelings? What were your thoughts? Um, well, to be honest, I'm actually kind of glad that we, I mean, we kind of chatted about this like the week before. I'm kind of glad mm. that we didn't record a pod for four because I feel like legitimately a lot of it was building up for five. five and yeah. four, 
episode four was a bit of a it wasn't my favorite episode i think because it it was just yeah like it was so much of it like yeah ty is like in a car and the other ty obviously was like in control for like some of that episode and like driving across town and like getting to van's shop and that so that storyline like it was interesting to me but i was obviously the most invested in ty seeing van again and Mm. so i'm glad that we can kind of talk about it as a whole like now they've had that reunion and and that um but yeah like i i like the last two episodes i feel like the story like hitting now episode five and mid-season is really exciting and um yeah, like I messaged you after the end of episode five and I was like, holy shit, they're like going full horror now. Like, obviously the moment that we'll talk about is when um, Natalie and Lottie have that moment where Lottie's doing the light therapy or whatever. I don't know what it's exactly called. And then um, Nat has this flashback or is it a flashback? I don't know, mm. a dream, something like that. We'll talk about it. And yeah, they, ha- they have this Almost shadow like of memory. the Anne the Queen. Yeah. yeah, like a memory. And there's the shadow of the antler queen. And that is, that is like, Lottie looks actually fucking terrified. And I just really enjoyed that. I was just like, oh, oh, like, and you know me, I don't like horror. I do not. I don't like horror. And this is, I mean, it's like baby horror. It's like baby level, like PG horror. But, you know, yeah, it was good. So anyway, I'm keen. I'm super keen for episode six, obviously, because of we're going to see what happens to the baby. The baby's going to be born. But anyway, we're not here to talk about episode six. How did you find the last two episodes? Just side note quickly. This week I have watched Scream 6 and It. And uh, let me just tell you. You watched It as well. I watched It Chapter 1, yeah. That's I was like, Alyssa, you you would have not handled It Chapter (laughs) 1. I I would not handle it. I just thought of you watching it. There is this scene. There's like, I don't know if you've seen the projector scene where the photos are flipping no. and his hair no. is coming out. And it's like, okay, anyway, I need to show you at some point this scene. That sounds horrifying. Um, I was going to say, yeah, no, I really, I did really like episode five. Episode four, I felt the same way. I think I told you after episode four that it didn't really like quite land for me. Not because I didn't yeah, think like, did, oh, it's filler did. or anything, but I just felt like it was a bit of a transitional episode to like, it was almost in two parts. That's how it felt to mm-hmm. me. So like, it was yep. good to kind of watch episode five and get that back into to whatever was going on yeah. episode four. Because um, when with, you think about it, uh, like Walter and Misty, sorry to interrupt, like Walter and yeah. Misty are like on the journey in both episodes. Mm. And, and I agree. It's very much of like, characters getting from one point to the point that they need to be i think in episode four which needs to happen obviously but um yeah i enjoyed that too for that reason i i thought um episode four was a bit weaker because of that reason um yeah sorry sometimes that happens that's okay you can get like you know i think you can have smaller arcs over a series of episodes and like sometimes they have to kind of build it up some way or begin in some way which made sense to me so i think it was all right Mm -hmm. to do that um i was gonna say you know i think it would be probably the best to start off with van as we talk about van um and ty just kind of start off with with her character and kind of what has happened in these last two episodes um, uh-huh. So, you know, I think the fitting place to kind of talk about it is, you know, obviously we get to a place where um, 
she is she has opened up her own store and it's uh, mm-hmm. called While You Were Streaming, which is yes. you know obviously both a a play on the While You Were Sleeping. Yes, which is one of my most favorite Sandra Bullock films. Have you seen that? I have seen it. Yes, it's. A, I remember just being blown away. Yeah, 1995's While You Were Sleeping, a play on that word, yeah. but then also While You Were Streaming, kind of giving that that you know <gasps> secondary like hit to kind of you know you, yes. while you're streaming this is what you know life used to be like or whatever kind of like remember sorry, just us. a side note oh sorry to yeah. interrupt do do you think it do you think they named it that as a little like the um little nod to while you were sleeping because half the time ty is sleeping when she's the other when she's the other one <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Might be, that might be a stretch. But that, that I mean, uh, I mean, like I guess you could find that if you were to dig deep enough. It makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like that's you something we would think about, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I yes. think I think it's I I think it's really interesting. And I was like just having a think about this. It's so interesting to me that she is like completely off the grid. That she mm. is. She owns a video store. It's all like just yeah. real simple shit. And I also yep. think that it's that it's interesting that she is actually owning a VHS store because it's so 90s. And it could be some type yep. of picture into the fact that this girl has not moved on from what's happened in the 90s. Yep. Like, like almost like a, a picture of where Van's mm. head is still at, despite it being mm. so much further down the track. And, you know, you could just yeah. say that maybe she's doing it for nostalgia reasons, but also... I would say it's probably a little bit deeper than that. She's holding on to what's yeah. happened in the past and what has happened when she was a kid. Um, and obviously she's in this store. She is, um, you know, she's she's uh, showing um, uh, a young <laughs> queer girl some queer yeah. movies to watch because she is like, hello, I am here. Um, and I, I am here to bestow yeah. queer, queer greatness onto you. Yes. Yes, and I support it. Um, and then, same, bang, hello, Ty walks in, and bang, she's just like they're like looking at each other, and immediately Van is just like, I know, like it's you, Ty, and then Ty just passes out, and then I know. the opening credits start. Now, what do we have to say about the opening credits, Lisa? I watched them. <laughs> I watched them last episode because um there was a conversation in our friendship group and i got shamed because i'm sorry i am sorry do you that extra one minute i'm like no i've seen this a million times i don't want to see it again but then um yes so i accidentally realized that when i skipped the credits for sorry yeah script i skipped the introduction for um episode three and that's when Alanis Morissette did the cover and I missed Mm. that I knew she did it but I hadn't heard it and then you guys were like oh my gosh like how could you do this you're crazy and I was like I I just don't have I mean I have time but I'm like a minute of watching like all of these crazy like weird anyway it is a good theme though and so I I did watch it the last one yeah yeah um but yeah, I I really like that scene as well. I really like that mm. scene with um the insight that we get into Van because can I just say I want to shout out Lauren Ambrose mm. because she is a perfect Van. Like she is. I I legitimately like you know, if I didn't know they were two separate people, I might have thought that they were one and the same. Like I couldn't believe how 
her mannerisms was the same and like how she said certain words and like even the clothes she wore and how she carried herself was very like um young van and um yeah it was just um yeah it was really nice to see and it was but i i agree with you i feel like yeah her having that vhs store is a bit of a like maybe stuck in the 90s or early 2000s type mentality Mm -hmm. Um, and that makes sense to me, but also like, I got the feeling that Van is still a very centered character. Like even as, even as young Van, she's very like loyal and supportive and, and like, doesn't seem to like affiliate, I guess, between, um, states like some of the other girls do, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I never, I don't really ever see young Van having fights with anyone. Like she's usually pretty mutual unless she's fighting with Ty. And I sort of got that same feeling with adult Van as well. She seems very like Zen. I don't know. Um, and then obviously like you do see that start to change a little bit when she's interacting with Ty and stuff. But yeah, I just thought it was a good introduction to, to future Van. And I'm glad that she's still around and now we can see what's happened what happened to them yeah and I think also like I don't know I think that she I agree with you about Lauren Amber it's just like there's certain words and and um, uh, mannerisms that she has I almost said aneurysms uh mannerisms <laughs> that she has <laughs> um that would be unfortunate yeah <laughs> uh, uh yeah that that kind of like just really bring out you know what we know about younger Van and the way that she, she holds herself and the way that she acts. And I don't know, I think like their story for the most part, especially over this whole episode, um, obviously we saw that Ty noticed that she had pills in her cupboard who she Mm. attributed to her mother's cancer. Yeah. But then we see her taking pills, um, which tells me that she's not doing so well. Um, mm, that's a good in point. one way yeah, or another. And yeah. as much as I think she is neutral, I think that sometimes, sometimes anger and stress and all of that really can build in in mm. a in a calm, a somewhat looking or like at least facade of of, of mm. calmness. Um, because I, yeah, I and obviously kind of excuse what happened to her. Yeah, I think for me, like for the most part, and this is just—it's interesting that you mentioned this about Van because I just feel like Van to me is such an interesting character because I agree she is neutral and she does give off that thing, but I always feel like she's got some type of fire going on inside, and there's always something yeah, that's there. Yeah, a good point. Yeah, um, where like she may not be saying exactly. She does say a lot of things, and she's very honest, but I think that there there's the way that she supports Lottie, like, for example, it is mm. so, such a strong uh, conviction, such a strong mentality about that, that I just wonder yeah. how much she does have going on where, yes, she's honest, but is there more going on there that, you know, mm. she doesn't say. And if she's not saying it as an adult, how much did she also not say as a teenager? Like, I don't know. I'm just interested yeah. to see what actually unfolds for her story, especially because yeah. she was supposed to be written out of the show. Um, so, like, you know. Oh, was she? 
Yeah, she was supposed to die in season one. Oh, yeah. she what, wasn't from the supposed wolf bite, to, which would yeah. have made sense to be honest. Yeah, but they I'm just still liked, like, they, how did you girlfriend? How did she? Yeah, that, no, no, no. Really? They liked her. They liked her so much as an actress that they kept yeah. her around and then got an older oh, counterpart. Yeah. Um, so her story mm. wasn't supposed to be this. So like, you know, we're probably mm. going to see more complexity kind of woven in and, yeah. and different things happening, which is yeah. cool. Um, yeah, that is cool. But yeah. She's. I think. I think her and Ty is always also really interesting because they they seem to have this dynamic that um, feels mutually supportive. But I also mm. feel like if anyone wants to call out Ty on any bullshit, it'll be Van. Like, and I know her wife yeah. has already done that, but I feel like I feel like Van would do it in a way that is more acceptable mm. to Ty or more more easier for Ty to kind of mm-hmm. handle. Because I think yeah. she's a little bit defensive when it comes to her wife, um, mm. you know, just because I think deep down she's probably just like, well, you don't understand what I've gone through. Like, you don't really get yeah. it, you know, when it comes to her oh, wife sure. and, and her, you know. Yeah. So when it comes to Van, if Van was to come out and say, this is what we need to do, she's just more likely to listen. That's, you know, that's what I think. Oh, 100%. And yeah, and I mean, like, obviously I've never been in a highly traumatic, like, uh, environment like that was but like I mean you you can see it with all of the girls like they they do have that bond that mm. you know that shared experience that none of them can ever move even move on from um and and so yeah like for me it was kind of a sense of like um you know when oh I have to say though when Ty fell asleep on the couch and Van gets mm. up and goes to the um, goes to take the pill, I think. And I was like, man, the camera is just off Ty for far too long. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Ty was waking up as the other Ty. I was like, I'm waiting for it, waiting for it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, obviously, like, does that, the camera does that trick where it's just focusing on Van. And mm-hmm. then, like, it just, like, pans a little bit. And then Ty is, the other Ty yeah. is, like, right there. I was like, man. And in my head, I was like... This is wrong. Ty has a wife. Mm-hmm. And clearly, mm-hmm. like, you know, they – it's kind of weird because we do get an insight into their relationship. And I think Van says something about how they were still together at Shauna and Jeff's wedding. There's, like, she says a comment. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, they came out of the wilderness and they were still together. And then they've split up post that or something. Um, And so, yeah, internally I was like, this is bad. But also I'm here for it. Like, I really like it. Uh, and then I was like, oh, man, poor Simone, like, just languishing in hospital somewhere, <laughs> hooked up to bloody tubes, poor Sammy's, like, probably, like, wandering the streets alone. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what is, where is Who that poor is kid? taking care of Sammy? Like, please, yeah. someone, like, poor Sammy. call child services, no, like, he, he's with um He's with the other dog that Ty bought, who's also just was in one episode and just disappeared basically yeah yeah but that dog is is obviously somewhere yeah jeez jeez louise yeah Yeah, and i think i think Mm. i think that's a little bit of a i I would like an explanation for what's going on with sammy uh yeah just to kind of make sense of why both parents are out of the picture where where is he gone um but well i think uh, um just quickly that reminded me i think when Ty started having those episodes, she told Simone to move out and go stay mm. with maybe their mo- mother-in-law or something. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, something. look, so you can always fill in like the that. blanks. You can always fill in the blanks. Yeah, of course, he's probably with, like, 
you know, some yeah. grandparents or something, or you know, Mariah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I think, yeah, I think that their story um, for the episode comes to an end with them, obviously. Is it looking for well, Lottie? I, I mean, the other time, first of all, like, just kisses her roughly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just does that really, like, rough, like, rough. Yeah, and like, Dan's like, oh, you're kiss. the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. And um, then, yeah, and then the, uh, the other one, like, does this weird, like, menacing, like, little nod. And then she's like, this isn't where we're supposed to be. <laughs> and then she just oh, turns yeah. around, yeah, like, dramatically. Right. And so they're heading, towards, yeah, so they're heading towards Lottie. Uh, um, I presume I Lottie, yeah. Lottie is the answer for a lot of random weird shit that's going on right now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But so, okay. Just, just, wait, just talking about them quickly. So yeah. I just wanted to quickly shout out the, um, the moment when, um, first of all, Ty and Van have like an honest conversation about what is going on in Ty's head and then Van's like, mm. it's happening again. And Ty's like, yeah, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it's like, it's a lot of the, you know, she's like going through a hard time and she's just like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And then like Ty, like adult Ty, Tawny Cypress just starts sobbing and just mm. really crying. And when I was watching that, I was like, damn, like I'm feeling yeah. something here. Like she, that she acted that really well. Like I really felt, yeah. you know, she's, she's afraid to hurt more people. She's afraid of who she's becoming. Um, so yeah, that, that was interesting to me. Um, you could, and you could see that, I guess the, the shared fear and the shared connection between the two of them. And I think that's also something that like, yeah, that can't ever go away really. Like Simone, Ty might, might have moved on and married someone else, but it's like, when yeah, when you literally have like a, an ex who used to tie herself to you when you slept, and she would follow you when you were sleepwalking, like is that something that you can really like move on from a hundred percent? Like that type of connection. Yeah, but know. also just the shared trauma that like you yeah. know you you don't connect like you know it's like when when a family or when a, a sibling or whatever or, or like a partner mm. you go through a shared experience that is traumatic. Yeah there is a level yeah. of understanding of, of mm. you know, especially in their case where it's like something that no one will understand aside from them. No one yeah. can relate to it aside from them. Um, I don't think you get over that bond. I don't think, I think no. she's, I think she's number one, like at the end of the day, mm. even if she's married, even if, even if, you know, she has Simone, I think at the end of the day and maybe, even if Simone was exposed to looking at their relationship and what they have in terms of connection, I'm not necessarily talking about like what they've built together or what life they've built together, but in terms of just mutual understanding, being on the same page, I don't think, I don't think Ty has anyone like Van, anyone. Um, So there is, there is no competition there. Like Van will always win out. Not that it's a competition, but Van will always win out when it comes to that connection, when it comes to being understood. And I think at this stage, Ty needs to be understood. Like there is, she can't, she can't go on anymore, not being understood or not being, not being, not having that empathetic element or not having that, let me figure my shit out. Because she has to. It's ruining yeah. her life. Like she has to figure yeah. out what's going on and has to get to the bottom My of something. God, or, yeah, you know, 
literally metaphorically and physically emotionally is ruining her life yeah totally um so just popping over unless you've got anything left to say about ty yeah all right so next storyline i wanted to hit was shauna and not young shauna but older shauna and jeff and everybody because i don't know about you but i consider this the weakest storyline in the show because i have no idea what is going on like i don't get it i'm like I don't understand what the purpose is of what's happening. I mean, I understand what's happening in the sense of, like, I'm following the story. But I'm really confused at the relevance of it and how it all ties together. And look, giving the writers Mm. the benefit of the doubt, I think they're going to get there. I think they'll explain it. However, right now, as a viewer, every time it cuts to Shauna, I feel like I'm almost watching a different show. Like, I'm almost, like, taken out of the moment and thrown into something completely different. Um... How did you feel about this storyline, you know, especially over episode five where there was quite a few developments? Francis, the way I, the way I just, I cannot stand the cop with the bloody (laughs) moustache. All I see when I look at him is his moustache. Why does he have a moustache? Why do people like moustaches? Can you answer me that? (laughs) What? Do, can do you do you know? Tell me one person who looks attractive with a mustache. They don't, and I'm telling you right now that like sometimes I watch the AFL, like not always, but sometimes oh, I watch stop. AFL, and they have so many mustaches and mullets, and I'm like, yeah. please, like come on, what is it, this? It, what is this? I think I think as well when you live in this country, when you live in Australia, mm-hmm. like mullets and like, oh. Rat's tails. Just that real blokey like, culture, like you know, yeah, like I'm an Aussie and bloke big, and I have a moustaches. Like, wow, yes. you can grow hair on your face. That's amazing. I'm so impressed <laughs> for you. Like, <laughs> anyway, so that's the vibe I have when I'm like watching this cop. Though I do like I I do like what's happening. Like I like the, I mean, it was fucking gross. I literally vomited in my mouth a little when like I had to watch. Randy like trying to jerk off I do felt bad for him though like because when he was like yeah. feeling pressured by Shauna he's like come on come on Randy um, he's like turning yeah, on and turning that... off the lights and I'm like <laughs> oh yeah 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 that that was a bit of not funny comedy but um yeah like yeah. when oh the moment when the the I don't even know his name the mustache guy I'm just gonna call him Stashy Stashy yeah. Stashio Stashio um, pistachio <laughs> pistachio when he went and like yeah he was like i'm just gonna pick up this used condom mm-hmm. and i'm gonna sniff it mm-hmm. <laughs> i get that he had like a sixth sense that it was something else but that was that was like i mean maybe it's because i am a germaphobe i was like man you could not get something like that close to me with a 10 foot foot 10 foot pole i would mm-hmm. oh so gross anyway yeah so yeah sorry i just ranted about that guy for ages but like i just think it yeah it definitely is the most least least interesting plot um you know i you know i'm a fan of jeff i really like jeff and his one-liners and his like blissfully like naive like you know funny one-liners that he comes out with um callie is fucking annoying i had to well She's a teenage girl, so I mm-hmm. shouldn't be too harsh. Like, you know, you, you do go through a lot of feelings when you're that age. And to be fair, both her parents are bloody murderers. <laughs> um, 
And so I understand why that kid is like, you know, less, um, I don't know, uh, I don't know, like less well, whatever. Can't think of the word. Might have to cut Adjusted. this out. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's less she's less adjusted than maybe the average teenager because of like yeah. who her parents are, I reckon. And growing up in the shadow of like a shared trauma that your parents have would be really tough as well. Mm. Like I don't know if she knows that there was potentially she a sibling or she might have a sibling or a sibling died or something. But yeah, that's it's just really yeah. You know, I understand. I, I guess I can emphasize, but the character annoys me, mm-hmm. and yeah, and Shauna is just like, I guess we just have to remember it's mid season, and Shauna's probably barreling towards, I'm guessing, killing someone else or doing something else. I presume that's what's going to happen. Like, she's got a gun from the last episode, so I'm just like, what's going to happen with that? And we're kind of, I guess, we're kind of seeing her, the unraveling of her and her. You know how mm. she is quite this dark soul. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's the weakest plot, but I'll see what happens in another five episodes. Yeah. And I felt like a lot of the writing in that plot was a bit shoehorned. Like, I was going to say this. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, mm. like, when, yeah, like when Callie got the bloody. Res- the the receipt you know the the woman comes over to her and and the cop guy pistachio is like i'm going to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and he like slumbers off with his bloody mustache and (laughs) callie like the woman like sidles up at that moment and gives callie the receipt and then callie's like oh look at it and by the way that receipt they spent 71 dollars and 95 cents at the bowling alley who does that what are you doing at the bowling alley (laughs) anyway and and yeah then callie's like oh like what's that name and then she googles the name and just finds the cop and then like everything there is like a pretty predictable rolling of like we know what's going to happen and like Mm. everyone's sidling up at the right moment and like Mm -hmm. which I know you have to do that in TV shows I know that but like when it's that obvious that I know what's going to happen I'm like this is annoying anyway you go on you were going to say something similar it was like yeah it was a bit um obvious I guess no that's exactly what I was going to say and we haven't even spoken about this which goes to show me that we both noticed it and for me writing like when it's good writing when you can analyze the plot and you're like it's so smart how they got from a to b you know Mm. with this particular plot though this particular episode not even like the whole story i'm just talking about this particular episode i found it the part that really got me i I was kind of sitting i'm like the part that i didn't like was when Shauna is like, well, now that you've now that you've mis um misled him and told him that you know I'm with Randy, it was with Randy that I'm I'm sleeping with. Mm. I'm now gonna go to Randy's yeah. little house because yeah. they're just gonna follow me there, and then I'm gonna get Randy to jerk off into a condom and throw it in the bin, and then I'm gonna yeah go, it was exactly. just all this stuff, and then for them to show up. And this was the part where I went, ugh, was when Mustachio 
said in the in the passenger seat something doesn't feel right to me i'm like really yeah like, like that is how you're Bad getting dialogue. him to walk yeah. in there by literally going mm, something doesn't feel right you know and it just felt yeah. here's the thing with yellow jackets right and like i i was thinking this before i am totally fine with it being a little bit campy, a little bit funny, yeah. a little bit dumb sometimes. You know me. I enjoy that. Yeah. Like, I will laugh at this show. I will laugh at things that I shouldn't be laughing at when it comes to this show. Mm. Everybody does, right? It's just that type of show. Um, so I'm happy for that to just kind of happen and me to kind of go, yeah, okay. But it was mm. just that particular whole sequence of events. You know, the strawberry lotion... All of yeah. that kind of all happening. I knew the minute that he saw the strawberry strawberry lotion and he put it in the condom that they were going to show up and find the condom and it was they were going to notice that it had strawberry lotion. I'm yeah. like, you fucked it. Like, from the minute that it happened, I knew it was going to work out that way. So it was just yeah. kind of like... I think I just felt like it, it was... Yeah, it was shoehorned. Like, it, it didn't feel very... Um, it didn't feel very fun or, like, to watch. It was mm. just kind of like, okay, you know? Um, so, yeah. yeah. I I don't really know I don't really understand the point I mean I get the point in the sense of she's trying to get the uh, Kevin and Mustachio off her trail that's fine but I still don't understand why it's relevant to to kind of go through all these like feels like they're just Mm. like snaking around all over the place to try to build this plot maybe to just kind of like give Shauna something to do until she inevitably has to come back with everybody else i don't know that's yeah. just something yeah that, totally that, you know. yeah i think that's a fair point um yeah i feel like as well there was this line that kevin said as he was coming in behind um mustachio pistachio when he says something like oh like none of this is admissible as evidence or not like or he said something like that like, that just typical out that, like, writers always like to give characters and stuff. And I was just like, man, like, I understand that that has to be in there, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, this is so, like, yeah, predictable, I guess. Um, you know, they're going to find this. Okay, it's not, they can't use it for anything. Okay, now they're on to each other and now the cycle's going to happen for probably another two episodes until, like, the cat and mouse thing happens. And I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say, I do think Melanie Linsky is amazing. And she oh, is very always. funny. Like, always. You know, when we see her, like, just storm in and, like, Randy <laughs> makes a comment about how, like, he's got he's got the Doritos, but he ate all the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shauna's, like, yeah, and Shauna's, like, fluffing up the bed and stuff. I, I think she's a very good comedic actress. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think the, the writing is doing her a bit of a dodgy. Yeah, at the moment, like, she's probably the only character. Yeah. And not even, her. like, I think her younger self is fantastic at the moment, but just that older mm. self. Um, you oh, know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's just, it's not... It's not quite working for me, but I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in the sense of, like, I think by yeah. next week, I have heard the reason why, a big reason why there has been this break uh, at this particular point is because from episode six onwards, it is a completely different ball game. There is a lot of stuff uh, that's yeah. shifting and changing. So I think mm. that, you know, maybe that was kind of, maybe kind of the last of that that we're really having to so, sit through yeah. for an extended period of time. Yeah. Um, just jumping over quickly to yes, 
younger Shauna while we're at it. Um, yeah. Because I just want to... Uh, Sophie Nelise, I think, is just outstanding. Like, I was she like... She is a fucking star. Yeah, yeah, I was like, she... When she was screaming at Ty about her baby mm. and just saying yeah. how... Like, just that, that whole scene between her and Ty and, and was screaming about, you know, how everybody cares more about like this cares more about the baby than like she is even like pretty much given the chance to because everyone is just you know it was i felt everything from her performance yeah. i think that she yeah. was just so brilliant um and yeah. she continues to be brilliant and yeah i'm so excited for for what she does the next few oh episodes because i just yeah. think she is going next episode is obviously going to be crazy because the baby's probably going to come obviously um mm. And I think she is going to give like the performance of her life, and I'm I'm oh my god I'm so happy yeah. to that that she's you know dishing that up because absolutely yeah. what a talent yeah I know I mm. think I read like um like some I think some people got early screeners of it and mm. they were like this is her Emmy episode like this is yeah. what she'll submit for an Emmy and I was like oh this must be really good um mm. but yeah I really felt that as well like because you know like when you think about it being pregnant at what are they 16 I think they're 16 or 17 yeah like yeah. that would be like awful to go through as it is mm-hmm. let alone like in the wilderness and, no. and like yeah, Starting. I mean, let's be real. Like, childbirth is a lot safer than it was, like, for women, you know, across millennia. But, like, it is still dangerous. And, like, if she, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, ha- bled out or something or, like, her uterus didn't, like, finish contracting properly or, yeah, like, the baby, like, didn't have enough oxygen. Like, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that is just a terrible situation. So um, I really liked her fear that she um, showed in that moment. She did a really good job. And um, and I liked that it was to Ty because I feel like Ty is very, like, she's very, like, supportive. Mm. Um, but she dropped the ball a little bit. And so, and Shauna was just like, this isn't good enough, like. Yeah, but it's also it's I'm the also one going just through that, this, you know. And obviously, this can be a segue into talking about Lottie's current position amongst the group because it's a huge plot point right now. In the sense of mm. that, in the wilderness right now, like this is the central plot point. Lottie is like you are e- like you are either a believer right now in like what she's what she's putting out there, what she's preaching, or you are like Shauna. On the outside, yeah. and Shauna feels incredibly isolated right now because so mm. many of them are latching onto what Lottie is saying. And, and in Ty's case, you know, like she said, I'm finally sleeping through the night. And like at that mm. stage, when you're that desperate, I understand. Like it makes sense yeah. to me that if you are that desperate to kind of control what's going on in your life, that you would kind of do anything, you know? Um, yeah. So. I understood, I, you know what I love, Alyssa, and I love this in TV, I, I, lo- I just love it. I love when characters argue and you understand both sides. Like, I love it. I mm, love when it's, like, such same, strong same. arguments on both sides. Like, I know that sometimes they try to do that in TV, but a lot of the time you find yourself mm. siding with one person or the other. But I was literally yeah. sitting there going, I know Ty and what she's gone through. 
I want her to be at peace. Like, I understand why mm. she's doing this. And then Shauna, Absolutely. I'm like, I fucking understand Shauna because what the fuck would you have? How would you feel in this situation mm. when everyone's yep. chanting and doing weird nature stuff yeah. about your baby and here yeah. you are like going through it and you just don't feel like you've actually got the relevant support from people like Ty. Yeah. Um, and it's just this perfect storm and this perfect argument to have in such a rich argument like it was I just felt Mm. so enthralled by that whole scene and yeah Yeah, like leading on to like speaking about Lottie I just feel like Lottie right now just that whole dynamic and especially leading to the baby coming I mean I don't even know what's going to happen next in the sense Mm. of like just how no idea the chaos is going to ensue when it comes to when this baby's here and what that means for Shauna and the baby and Mm the antler queen and all like what mm. like it, it it just feels very much like we are at a tipping point um in the yep. in the show and 100%. I'm, I'm really like i'm so intrigued to see what comes of it yep. you know yeah i feel like literally i feel like the tipping point has been happening all season and like yeah we've been yeah, teetering on the edge and it's just we've kind been of teetering like, and like crystal like, we have crystal <laughs> I feel and like at the end splat. of the start of episode six, we're gonna be we're gonna be over the edge. Like we're gonna be yeah. free falling. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I do. I feel like episode six is gonna be a game changer as well. Um, mm. And yeah, just to go back to um, Ty and Shauna a little bit, I I really liked it because I think, um, like you said, I feel like Ty has been a source of like, you know like Shauna Ty has also been like I don't believe in this crap and like mm-hmm. you know like this is all crazy and she's fucking insane um and then yeah when I think when Shauna saw Ty starting to change and yeah I totally agree I understand both sides and that's what made it so good um cuz at this stage yeah. like if I was Ty I would be doing whatever I could to be stable or like not to be stable but to like not slip into another state of consciousness like absolutely um, absolutely and so if that's working for them and like the meditation stuff was interesting because it wasn't really like it wasn't really like there was nothing menacing about it like there was nothing like at first when i was watching it i was like oh lottie's doing some weird fucking hoo-ha again like typical lottie (laughs) And then, and then I was like, "Oh, this is nice. Like this, this healthy. Like objectively, um, you know, they're listening, and and you know, still had a bit of a like woo 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 like supernatural thing going on yeah. there. But like, Woo-hoo! you know, when they were like, listen to the to the what sound is the wind making? Yeah. Um, and yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So I thought that was all cool. Um, and do you want to talk about so? Like, just before we move on to presume like Lottie or, or Misty next, um, let's just talk quickly about how, oh, well, I suppose, uh, do you want to talk about, like, when the blizzard starts coming and, like, Shauna goes into labour and that connection, is there a connection? Or yeah, is it just... we'll jump back to that. We'll jump to that okay. after we talk about Misty because I think okay, Misty... Okay, yeah, that'll be no. natural. So I just want to point out real quick, as usual, okay, um, with Misty because you know how I feel about Misty. <laughs> I cannot... Like, if anyone knows me and if anyone listened to last week's episode, and Alyssa, you obviously know this, I am, like, (laughs) if there's one thing about this show that I adore, 
It is Misty's uh, absolute, like, delusion that she is Nat's best <laughs> friend. I, I just, I, I love it. I, I, it is my favorite plot point. I know for a lot of people, they're like, they'd be like, why is that your favorite plot point? You don't understand. When she was sitting there and she goes into the cult and she is, she's, she finally finds it. And she's running up the thing and she gets to the fence and she sees Nat and just the joy on her face that she has finally found <laughs> Natalie. And Nat is just like standing there like, I've decided to stay here now. <laughs> like, you know, really like rejected again. And then Misty, of course, turns right around, goes to the car and then she's just like, nah, nah. Like, this is, this is not what's yeah. going on right now. She's obviously like acting this way because, and then yeah. she's sitting there thinking about what could possibly be going on. And then she turns to Walter dramatically and is like, I think Lottie is jealous of what me and Nat have. Yeah. <laughs> Because you can't duplicate it, but you can kidnap it. I'm like, oh my god, I love it! I love it! Um, I just, I oh, think that's a great line. I think yeah, that was, amazing. I, I literally rewound that scene and rewatched it so many times because yeah. I just, I look originally, yes, I was. It's, it's Misty's loyalty. I have been told the loyalty is, you know, correction, delusion, Crazy. but I don't care. Yeah. I think it's perfect. I don't um, care. I'm all about it. Yeah. Bathe me in it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and, and just, like, like Juliette yeah. Lewis is so funny right now. Like, she's yeah, so she funny is. in oh. that role. Oh. They must have so much fun when they play those characters. Yeah. Um, my, one of my favourite parts is, like, how um, Walter does the whole, like, two truths and one lie when they're on the way there. Mm-hmm. And Misty's, like, so not involved with it because she's just, like, thinking about other stuff. And she's not paying attention. And then anyway, it gets to a point where um, they move on to Misty and they're like, like Misty's like, these are my things. I can't remember the other two, but she does say, I think we're asking the wrong questions about the moon landing. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. And when I was reading an interview, I think um, the writer of the show, one of the writers of the show put that in like as an homage to her mother or like Mm -hmm. her grandmother or something like that about you know, conspiracy theorists and stuff. And I was like, that is like a perfect Misty quote. Like, of course uh-huh. she would have questions about the moon landing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really great. And I, yeah, I love the moment between um, Misty and Nat and how Nat's just like, I think Misty's like, are they keeping you here against your will? And Nat's like, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, not something like, anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not being held against my will anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just really cute. Um, it's really, really cute. I really enjoy it. Um, and I love, I love Walter with a passion. Like, I mean, like, obviously not like I love the other characters, but I just think he's just a really like fun breath, breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And I really like how he knows that Misty's a serial killer. Like he actually called her a serial killer and he was like, mm-hmm. cool with it. He's like, I like you anyway, though. And I was like, man, either this guy's going to end up dead or, um, I don't know. Like, I, I just can't, like, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I want him to die uh, by the hands you of You want Misty. him to die? I just, yeah. I just want her to kill him and that, that be it by the end of the season. Maybe but he that's will just be me. the one. Yeah. That's just yeah. me. Um, you know, I know that maybe. I mean, I love He's going to get in between and... him and Nat. Yes. He's going to get think... in between Missy and Nat. And, Nat and she's going to be like, like a... not in front of my best friend. Stabby stab. Um, anyway. Stabby stab. So, yeah. So, 
just, you know, obviously Misty, yep, love her, bow, clap, queen, everything. She is yes, amazing. Yes, very good. Um, a plus, but, A plus. But just jumping over, and obviously oh, she, she gets to the point by the end where she is joining the cult. She is, yes. She's and like, I... I'm going to have a fucking great time with that content, let me tell you. Oh it's going to be great. It's going to be good. Um, I will and not I shut like, up about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I think all the characters, having all the characters together next episode is going to be good. Oh, thank um, God. I've been waiting for Misty yeah. to get back with the girls. I'm so happy. It's just going to be great scenes. Oh, scenes, I just scenes, can't scenes. wait to, for everyone to be, like, low-key like insulting Misty and like being annoyed by her and like making comments and Misty and, but like, then trying her to like literally yeah. saving the day over and over again. We love to see it. Um, yeah, she does. I was she going does. to just quickly jump over as well to younger Misty and uh, yes. the little, uh, um, uh, what's young the word Misty that we say? Young Misty and the little conundrum she has found herself in. Oh my god! Because obviously she was hanging out with Crystal, aka Kristen, because she reveals Bestie! 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 And um, yeah, things Bestie just, you went know, off they, a cliff. they had the shit bucket, they were walking up to dump the shit, oh. and the next thing you know, Misty is like, you know what? I'm going to tell my best friend the truth, the biggest truth about what happened. <gasps> and let me tell and, you something. Yeah, Samantha Hanready, Samantha Hanready, I watched an interview that she did with Collider about this specific scene. And, like, I think she was asked, she was asked a question, like, what did Misty think was going to happen when she told her that she destroyed the black box? Um, and uh, Samantha Hanready said that she thinks that Misty would have... Uh, she thinks that Misty thought that Crystal was going to respond like, oh my god, Bestie, you did this for us. Thank you so much. Like, yes. really, like, you know, like, yeah, almost, like, perfect. make their friendship even deeper. But no. Yeah. Crystal responded yeah. like a normal person would and yeah. was not happy oh, with what Misty did. Where, yeah, I don't, I actually don't know the actor's name, but that moment where her face drops, where Crystal, oh, Kristen, so we found out her name is Kristen, rest in peace, Kristen, when yes. her face drops and you just yeah. see that her her smile and excitement like just be replaced by utter confusion. So good, yeah. I was like, man, because all of us, like, I wager that every Yellow Jackets fan on the planet who was watching that scene was like, Misty is going to tell her oh, and it's, it's going to end and, badly. Yeah. We all knew. We all, all knew. knew it was going to be but too like, much. I was like, Misty girl, stop, I loved stop, it. stop, stop, Misty, stop. Stop, but, stop. And you guys, you guys getting really close to the edge. Like, just come back yeah. a little bit. Come back, come back. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, and then, yeah, just splat. Yeah, Misty's threat, which uh, is like, I'll fucking kill you. And then she falls off Yes. The and obviously Misty rushes down and is like, you know, doing the staying alive uh, breathing, which made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing. Was so I'm sorry. Um, and then, yeah, the blizzard hit. Because that's how I learned how to do mania. CPR. Yes. Yeah, blizzard mania. Yes. And, um, like, I just wanted to say one more thing about the um, the moment before Crystal goes over the edge when um, uh, Bestie is like, Bestie's <laughs> like, did you, did you really do that? Like, I can't remember what she says exactly, but Misty's like, what no i didn't know what you should have seen your face like she makes a real big play of like nah just joking and yeah. bestie's like you're not that good of an actress <laughs> <laughs> or she says it like something like that 
She's like, you're not that good of an actress. Oh, my God. And Misty's face oh is, like, enraged. And then, like, I really laughed when, like, eventually as a blizzard happens and, like, Misty, like, you know, obviously poor, poor Kristen has gone over the edge and, like, Misty's trying to try to do her stand alive thing and then introduce that she's dead and then run back to the – eventually got back to the hut, which I know I'm simplifying this, but just to get to the point. Yeah. And then she gets back into the hut and she's like, oh, like, Crystal, I lost her in the storm. <laughs> and it's like all dramatic. And I feel like she's just like, this is my moment. Like, and everyone uh-huh. believes her and everyone runs out and it's like, oh my gosh, where is And they're like yelling, like, they're yelling for Ty, they're yelling for, for Shauna yeah. and then she's yelling for Crystal. <laughs> Crystal! Oh, Crystal! Man. Like, oh my god, Misty, never Hilarious. change. I love you. Never um, change, girlfriend, never change. And that is the best. That was, yeah, that was um, a really nice, like, yeah, indication of, like, Misty's had plenty of delusions uh-huh. along the way, obviously. But in this episode, yeah, you really do see another insight into Misty's delusional brain. Oh, like, but, gosh, don't you have been her. stranded in a in the fucking wilderness for god knows how many months now seven months and you think it's a safe time to tell bestie (laughs) when you're in the winter and she's throwing poo off a fucking cliff and you think it's a good time to say i destroyed the beacon you are He's absolutely While we're throwing frozen shit over a cliff. Yeah. By the way, bestie, we're here because of me. Like, this is what I we're doing. This is our life now. <laughs> and I did it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great. Oh, and side note, I think hell. before that, Miss, Misty says something like, um, one time I walked in on my parents having sex. And it yeah. grossed me it out. It didn't gross me out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You can tell though. It's like anyway, they were just so excited about being best friends, and then Misty. I know, bestie really took it too far. Yeah, that like I definitely remember that in primary school when like you like became friends with like a random, and like you have this almost like intense love affair for like two Mm -hmm. days where you're just like so obsessed with each other, Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of fizzles out. Like you might still remain friends, but like you know, it's kind of true to that that age as well so you when you when you find out that you can connect with someone so deeply so quickly very intense yes oh poor misty i mean poor crystal but also poor misty for for being um her little uh uh, murderer self so we get to the blizzard happening and yeah we obviously have ty we you know we spoke about that conversation but ty really digs deep into what lottie has taught her about the you know, I hear the wind, I hear the branches, and I hear, you know, probably presumably their voices calling out to them. Um, and, you know, are trying to find their way back in the middle of this blizzard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a it's a bit of a cliffhanger situation where we mm-hmm. will see what happens uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, how the baby comes and, and mm-hmm. you know, where, where we go from there. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of Lottie and, like, you know, we'll jump over to uh, uh, Lottie in the present uh, as well, just after mentioning mm-hmm. here. I think that she, you know, and we'll just actually quickly, let's just jump on to Har- like, to talk about Harvey for a second, like, um, just because... Mm. 
His Can is kind of connected quickly? there. Yeah, go on. Sorry. I feel like our Australian accents, like, we're saying, like, Harvey. But I feel like it sounds like Harvey. Like, we're just, like, saying, like, Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, like, anyway, it just made me laugh because I feel like, man, we just, like, I feel like we just can't say that name like a normal person. It had to sound like a really like long. Like I Harvey. feel like I'm saying Harvey. Yeah, yeah Harvey, H-A-R-V-E-Y. like H A R V E Y. Like yeah. I can't say it like an. I can't say Harvey, Harvey. like a normal person. Harvey, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. Australian. Anyway, anyway, moving on. It's because we we elongate funny. vowels. We say everything like yes, people make fun of the way do. that we say no because we don't just say no. We say no, no, no. no. <laughs> No, no, I don't want to go over there. Anyway, sorry. Um, I don't want to go over there. Um, anyway, no. so... Yes. Um, yeah, so we were... Yeah, so Harvey is... Makes, w- like, one comment. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. And oh, he yeah, I says that, that, yeah. that she didn't want... Was it she? <gasps> she didn't want... Wait, she. What was the exact yeah, word? Well, she. The, she didn't want me to come back here. Or something mm. around uh, along those lines. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting, she very giving, interesting. Giving perspective that there is another person. I mean, the thing is, that as well, is I actually feel like I'm hitting a point, and I don't know about you. And this is just like kind of generally speaking, I'm actually hitting a point now with Yellow Jackets where I'm ready to find out something. Like, and I hope we do mm. in the next episode. Like, I don't need yeah. to know a lot, but I want yeah. like. I just want a, a crumb, like just something that I can kind of, yeah. you know, go, oh, okay. I mean, I need new. to know how that 13-year-old child yeah. survived two months in the fucking winter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, if it if it's believable, then great. But <laughs> I do not believe that a 13-year-old can survive in the winter in Canada without food. Yeah. Presumably, like, yeah, like sub-zero temperatures. Mm-hmm. And with the wild animals, I just don't believe it. So, um, yes, that has to be believable. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yes, I want to I, – I need that crumb. I need that answered as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, for sure. Um, yeah, like some people – I did see some theories saying – well, I know we're not going to talk about theories on this pod, but, like, how, like, how is the mouse, like – getting in and out of the house and how is the mouse not died um how is the mouse still survived like where did the Mm. mouse come from like i know i know like rodents like that can survive in like you know um you know cold temperatures and and obviously but yeah there are some people being like there has to be something yeah like maybe there is the under underground cellars or something but who is she is she lottie is she ty is she random? Yeah. Well, I think that we, we do know, like, I mean, I don't know the whole thing. The antler queen, because I was just thinking about, like, you know, if she is the antler queen. Like, and yeah. if the antler queen is not just one person, because I think we've established that it's not just one person. I think mm. people took turns being the yeah. antler queen. I, can, I think, that's, I can been, I that. think yeah. that's been said in interviews. I can't remember, but I, I do know that I have heard it. Um. So if more than one person is the antler queen, maybe 
this is the beginning of that in some way and that that's who she is i don't know i mean we're gonna have to see obviously find out next week or the week after or whatever but but interestingly enough i feel like we are kind of moving towards yeah finding out like just a little bit more at least we'll we'll find out how harvey survived i think that's one of the first things that Mm. we'll find out because i think that's a plot point Mm. that's going to lead to like whatever happens after the baby's here i think next episode we're going to have a lot more information um yeah yeah so let's just like jump over to nat real quick because this is this kind of ties in with lottie as well um nat in the present you know is obviously doing some searching on lottie and like you know what she's doing with these people's information and resources Mm -hmm. and she walks into the meeting and does this big reveal um and they all are like yeah we've agreed to it great yeah and like and it was just i just how upset she looked in that moment i was like no natalie um bless her but then you know you get to a point where she's kind of hit that that stage where she agrees for Lottie to do um, that specific flashing mm. light therapy um, mm-hmm. on her to draw yeah. out some type of memory. Um, yeah. To kind of have an idea of, of what had happened during that time. And you see that you see in that memory that, Natalie taught like she overdosed with Travis Mm. and Mm. when she overdosed and this is how I've perceived it tell me if I'm wrong when she overdosed with Travis she had the same experience Travis did where she was at the near point of death and that's when she saw something Mm. is that right (gasps) I actually didn't think that but I think you're right yeah oh I've pieced it together but I haven't actually read it anywhere so I don't know if I'm wrong this is how I perceived it but yeah. I, at the near point of death, because that's what Travis was trying to achieve, where he almost could yeah. get an answer at the near point of death. And then, wait, that's got why it, he hung got himself. It, got it. So I thought that what they were doing was that Natalie was at the near point of death with the overdose, saw yeah. the antler queen and saw all these things happening um, at her overdose. Then obviously was brought back. And mm-hmm. that's when she makes that comment to Travis like, it's still here. It's still here. Like she mm. knows it's still here because she's come back from that yeah. near point of death, which she yeah she knows. So, and yeah. obviously she makes that comment to Lottie in the present while being reminded of that memory that it was always there with them and that it's in us. So how mm. did you perceive that whole scene? Because I'm still, yeah. the way that I'm talking about it right now is still the way that I'm processing it. Or I'm just yeah, kind of same. going off face value what is being said, but I haven't thought so deeply about it because I just feel like we're getting a lot of uh, it. It is there. It is in us. Yeah, it, it is there. But mm. I mean, it's really hard to kind of put a a a face to that or a or a, a reason mm. to that. I think without getting to the point of next week where we see when the baby comes and who she is and where Harvey's been and, and kind of start piecing some, some things together. But anyway, mm. how did you perceive that scene or how did you feel about that scene um, um, and what it means going forward? Yeah, I mean, purely as a viewer, I was literally like, I didn't understand the scene. I mean, I knew that, yeah, like I understood what was happening. I understood that Nat was remembering something and that she had had an overdose and then something happened 
when she was in that state mm-hmm. of between life and death. She obviously remembered mm-hmm. something. But I yeah, I think it I don't think it's a memory. I think yeah, I I think it's a like um it's yeah, it's it's a it's something it's something given to her by the the being or whatever. Um, or maybe not given mm-hmm. to her, maybe something that her, her brain has thought up. But I actually didn't connect it further to, um, yeah, that thing that Lottie said about the near-death experience. Because, like, when mm-hmm. Lottie said all that in episode three, I think it was, um, when or episode two, when she, like, she tells Nat that she um, went, you know, she was with Travis at that time and, like, she knew what Travis was trying to do. And she knew that Travis mm-hmm. was trying to get to that point of near death, um, but then he mm-hmm. went too far. Like I didn't automatically connect those two things, so I'm I'm glad that you said that because I do that does make more sense. Because in that moment, I was like, I don't really believe Lottie. Like I feel like she's she mm. could be lying here, and obviously she still could be. But I definitely think that yeah, we've got another piece of that puzzle now where. Um, a similar thing happened to Nat as well and Lottie obviously understands that because I think it's mm. Lottie's idea to do that mm. with Nat and um, yeah Lottie, Lottie knows how to draw it out of her or something mm. and and yeah so and so clearly they're talking about some type of presence in that vision or whatever Nat feels a presence, sees a presence, and is the presence as well. Like, we do see that really qu- quick one-second shot of Nat in the mm-hmm. in this weird outfit, which I yeah. don't think Where is she's, the Antler I think Queen. She, but it, I think she is the Antler Queen. In, like, that's supposed to represent that? what that is. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, I, yeah. I need to double-check. But... Yeah. It didn't look exactly like a proper Antler Queen thing, but she, she definitely mm-hmm. looks, it, it's, looks like it's that sort of vein. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that. I mean, it's it's look, it's super interesting to me because, mm. like, I know they've done the you know the the showrunners are doing this whole like, is it trauma? Is it supernatural? We're not going to make it clear either way. Yeah. But trauma can be a presence as well. Trauma can feel like a heavy weight on your chest. Trauma can feel like something that follows you around that is unleashed and, you know. Like, so that's cool. Like, I think it's cool that the this, this sort of discussion about mental health that's happening here. Because mm. um, both of them, you know, like, when you think about, like, that trauma they all went through, like, Nat saw their dead bodies on the plane and then sees the Antler Queen. And it's like, what does that mean? What does it represent? Does it mean that, like, you know, their bodies are just empty husks? Like, and this presence is inside them when they're in the wilderness or something? Or does it mean that, like, you know, um, I don't, yeah, I I think that's the thing, like, at the moment I'm like, I think I watched it and I was like, man, this is just, I just don't get it. I'm not even going to bother thinking about it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, I feel like then, I feel like. By the way, that is so Australian. Like I was literally yeah, like, I was I feel like, like whatever. It's so yeah. Australian of us to literally look at it and be like, "Yep, too hard." Think about next week. Like you know, yeah. I, I was just like, "Nah." But I think, yeah. um, I think also with with that point, like to that point where the way that Lottie is so terrified of the Antler Queen, like yeah, and I'm yeah, I'm literally at a stage where I'm like, I don't. 
I think that the whole Lottie being the leader thing is somewhat misleading. I think that mm. I think that she I think that she has a big part to play, but I think that she does it begrudgingly. Like I truly believe she yeah, does it begrudgingly. Totally. And I think that yeah. she she only does it because she knows that there's a consequence if she doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously she's off yeah. the meds too. Um, you know, so who knows what, how that's affecting. And it's like in, I think it's episode four when like she gets, or episode three, I can't really remember when she like gets forced into like, all the girls are like Natalie and Lottie, like whoever, let's see who catches the first animal and Nat gets a gun, but Lottie has to use her like yeah. woo woo magic powers. And you can just see Lottie being like, <laughs> fuck's sake, like, are you joking? Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. got that this episode as well. Like when she saw the shadow and she looked really, really terrified. I got that same opinion that I feel like this whole time that Lottie has been built up to be this villain. And I just think she's not anymore. No. I don't think I don't think that yeah. she. Yeah, I also just don't feel like that's in line with Yellow Jacket's writing. Mm. I don't think they're trying to villainize to make any, any of them villain. I yeah, think that yeah. they're all coming across as very flawed and complicated women, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as we spoke about in the last episode, none of these characters you're like, oh, hero protagonist type of vibes. Mm. You're getting just like. These women, women. I, like, I really like, we, we probably should be like, oh, I, I mean, I should be looking at Misty and not like being like, yippee, you're the best. Like, you know, I shouldn't be doing <laughs> that, but I am because I love her. You know, the, yeah. I think they've, they've really achieved this like empathy and this like care for these characters. Like I'm starting yeah. to really care about Lottie um, and like, I yeah. think present day Lottie as well. I'm, I'm starting to. I don't believe her entirely, but I don't believe that she's being disingenuous either. Like I don't I don't yeah. believe I don't believe that she's she's deliberately throwing people no. off her off their their trail like off her track. I don't feel like she's doing mm. anything to what I think she's doing is that she feels so much guilt or she feels so much uh fear from the past. Maybe guilt for some of the things that she's done, but it wasn't just her, I don't think. But mm-hmm. also just fear that she is trying her best to turn whatever it is that she has mm-hmm. into something good, you know. Yeah. And we spoke about this last episode as well, by having this resort and, like, you know, going yeah. to, like, very typical meditation techniques and, like, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. There's nothing that is going on in that place that feels specifically... I mean, aside from, like, the naked burial situation, which was fucking weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in terms of, like, the conversations that they yeah. have, it doesn't feel particularly, you know, crazy no. or anything. You know, so so to no. me, I'm just thinking she is trying her best to kind of remodel her life, rework mm-hmm. her life, Um you know, kind of move towards a different direction away from yeah. uh, the the one that she's experienced before and what she's been a part of. Um, and I feel for her, you know, I feel for her. I feel yeah. for all the girls. And, like, you know, I think we're going to get, like, so... I think, ne- like I said, next week or this next episode, I feel like we're going to come out of it with some really interesting plot progression um, mm. and we're going to know a little bit more. That, that that we I think you know, so. need to chew on. Yeah. But I, I do think you're right. I feel like 
this next episode is going to be the absolute ye off the cliff. Yeah. Like, we are going to be Crystal, <laughs> slash Kristen, like, on the floor. On the floor, flopping like, into covered the Covered in shit. snow. Yeah, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and Misty's on top of us doing Staying Alive, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just wanted to say um, just something quickly with Lottie. Um, I thought that was really good in the last, in episode four, where we see her, like, go to a psychologist, or I think it was a different psychologist, she said, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she said it was a different psychologist, but, and she's like, I need more meds, like, I'm, these things are happening to me, and they're not real, and they are delusions, and so she, and she's very clear that she's just like, nah, like, I'm not, she's not in, doesn't want this. Like, she's not leading into it. She's not feeding it. She just wants it gone because she knows it's not real. Yeah. And yet, at the end of that episode, we still see her, like, walk down at the commune place to that... There's, like, a tree trunk down the bottom of some stairs. And she, like, still cuts her hand and, like, makes it bleed over the tree trunk. And she's like, I hope this is enough or something. Yeah. Or she's like... Something yeah, along she said, those please lines. let it like, be enough. And she sounded yeah. so weary saying that. Like, she yeah. was just, she didn't want that shit, you know? Like, she just she no. didn't want it. And there's a lot of questions. Yeah, there's a lot of questions here. Like, because, yeah, at the end of that episode, there's that moment. And then in this episode, in episode five, they all speak to, yeah, like, the presence and this thing and, and bringing it back. And it was it was there and now we've brought it back and. And so that's really, yeah, that's really interesting to me. Um, yeah, where that's going to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think the next episode is going to be really fun. And like, it's it's obviously been two weeks. Like, you know, um, there's been a bit of a hiatus for this next episode to air. And that's coming this week. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll put up the pod before that. Uh, hopefully, because Francis, you're doing the editing. Many thanks. Many thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll try to get it up in the next day or so. But yeah, like yeah, you know, I think. Do you uh, have look, any like further thoughts? Um, anything else you wanna? Not really. I think that we touched I feel on like everything. This is short, short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that we. Yeah. I think that look at the end of the day. I think as much as episode five was great, and there was a lot of things that were covered. It's still, we know that, yeah, like we said, we've been building and we're hitting a point where we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, I think yeah. next week there's going to be a lot to discuss. Um, and, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of, like, some character development things. There's been some, like, you know, little bits of mystery kind of poking in here and there. But we really mm-hmm. haven't gotten a lot of answers, if any. Um, no. So I feel like when we have a bit more to chew on, which will probably be next week, um Hopefully yeah, we've I got feel like, like next you know, week just, just it's a... going to be a rich. Yeah, and we can have a we, you know we'll have a chat about it then. Um, but yeah, um, unless you've got anything else to add, Alyssa. Um... Well, the last thing, literally the last thing I wanted to say is that every time I watch these like past like versions of themselves in the wilderness, I'm like, man. They all have epic eyebrows, like epic thick eyebrows, and they always look perfect. And I just keep thinking of myself when I was like 16 (laughs) in the, well, it was, yeah, it was early 2000s for me, but I was like, my eyebrows are still recovering 
Because they were just literally thin strips of like little caterpillar strips. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. so that's one yes. thing that makes me laugh because I'm like, all of these girls have really nice thick eyebrows and that just wasn't a thing in the 2000s. <laughs> they had the luxury of being teenagers in the early 90s um, and yeah. mid-90s. Oh, that's true. They, yeah, they, which would have been a bit more. They, like, and in know. the 90s, they just had better eyebrow etiquette. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah. we were teenagers in the early 2000s and uh, our yeah. eyebrows were questionable because that was when Thin was in. Actually, Thin was in in the 90s, but I feel like, here's the thing. I feel like there was still like a Posh lot of Spice, Madonna floating around, but there was yeah. yeah, but there was still a lot of like a lot of people like they were grunge and they like you know like they kept like mm. it wasn't like too it didn't feel like everybody had thin eyebrows, but I feel like when we were in school, at early two thousand stage, everyone was doing the thin eyebrow thing. Like it was just oh the gosh. thing. It was like ugh. Anyway, yeah. um. So, I think that's it for cool. today. Um, yeah. And, you know, we will be back hopefully next week. <laughs> I'm assuming yes. we will be back next week to chat about episode yes. six. I'm sure we will be because I think it's going to be a big one. Uh, apologies yeah, again definitely. for being late on uh, this one. Like I said, late. life gets in the way and things happen. But yes, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for coming yeah. on this a journey with us. And uh, we will... We will see you all soon. House of Quigley, yeah. Uh, contact us, houseofquigley at gmail.com. Wait, is it houseofquigleypod at gmail.com? No. Yeah, it's, it's houseofquigleypod at gmail.com. Contact um, us at houseofquigleypod.com yeah. at gmail.com. And, yeah, and if you listen to another um, hour-long episode of us just rambling about women and queer people and things we really like about women and queer people, then thank you very much. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, yes, for another iteration of uh, chaos and yes. slowly uh, delving off the deep end and off the metaphorical cliff, I am sure. Um, of shit. Catch you later, alligator. Oh, very nice, Lisa. I liked that. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.